Hey y'all and welcome back to Romantically Lit, a podcast that dives into black romance novels hosted by two hopeless romantics. I am Hannah. And I'm Odelia. And welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I know it has been some time y'all, but here we are back at it again. And today we're going to be starting a new book by Tia Williams. I'm pretty sure y'all have heard about it. Uh, There's already a Netflix movie on it. It's called The Perfect Find and we're super excited to dive into it. Um, But before we jump into anything, please be sure to check out our previous episodes on the different books that we review, as well as leave us a comment or DM on any other stuff that you like. Anywho, let's dive into this one. Guys, as my beautiful co-host mentioned, welcome back. We've missed y'all. I hope y'all missed us. Um, we're starting up on The Perfect Fine. We're trying to read it before we watch the Netflix movie that stars Gabby Union. Gabrielle Union. And um, I say Gabby like she's my friend. But Gabrielle Union and Keith Powers. Um, I think it came out like a week or two ago. It's on Netflix. So we're definitely going to watch it after we finish reading it this month. Um, yeah, so we're just going to jump into it. So in chapter one, we meet our main girl. Her name is Gemma Jones. And we're back in New York. It's 2012, um, which I I couldn't tell at first because I was like, why is everybody dressed so badly? Then I was like, oh, okay, that makes sense. But yeah, it's 2012 New York and she's working for stylezine.com, a fashion, an online fashion magazine. And she's actually just come back from New York from, uh, from Virginia to New York after leaving New York because she had what is described as a nervous breakdown because her fiance, Brian, did he cheat on her or did he just he break up with her? her. He okay. said, you know, he woke up one day, as men do, and said, you know what, I don't want to be here anymore. And so he left. After wasting 20 years of her time. Jesus. Anyway. Yeah, so she's 45 years old. She's, she's 40 years old. I thought she said she was 45. She lied. Ah, she's sorry. She's actually 40 years old. Um, and basically, she's in New York trying to do what, you know, the girls want, a comeback, right? She, you know, yeah. She's like, I'm back, I'm better. My parents don't want me no more in Virginia, so I got to get my life back together. I don't think her parents really want her. I think she just decided that her life had to continue. Well, how long was she in Virginia for? Um, from what it describes, like eight or ten months. But in that time, like, everything has gone to, yeah. to shit, essentially. And she's a 40-year-old? Yeah, her parents said, you got to go. And- Apparently, she sold all her fashions to yeah. uh you know so she's basically like a 20 year old again just starting right over she's one of us um, hey 20 something <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so like odelia said we're introduced to our main girl jenna jones um and so what exactly does she do at style Zine? she is a fashion editor but also like she um she, she runs people, a, a she blog runs, like, a blog just Gemma. just jenna Jenna, blog. sorry. So Jenna people, or Gemma? I don't know. Uh, we should know. Ask, I think it's just Jenna. I mean, it makes sense. It's just Jenna. That's her name, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, Jenna. Okay. I, th- I said Gemma. It's Jenna. So, you know what I mean? People ask her questions about fashion, about romance, or whatever. You know, she does her little, you know, witty sense of like, this is what you should do, and la da da da. Apparently, it does really well. And so she's really happy that, you know, things are working out for her in the beginning. And it's her first week when yeah. we meet her. She's described as an intrepid glambassador. Yeah. So. Yeah, so she's uh, 
but the thing is, she went from being like a big time fashion editor at, I don't remember the name of the Darling magazine. magazine. Darling. She's very into the print stuff, y'all. Yeah. So now she's got to jump into um, web stuff. And tech and stuff. And she she is so behind. She doesn't know hashtags. She doesn't have an Instagram, which is just starting to pop off at this time. Yep. She doesn't have a Twitter. She don't got no YouTube. She doesn't know what a meme is. She doesn't know what a meme is. She says keep it 100 and so keep it 100. Um, yeah, she she's behind. You she's know I mean? 40 years old in 2012, so it makes sense. She's not supposed to know these things. And even the way in which she dressed, like everybody's dressed very like 2012 fashion skinny jeans animal print mm-hmm. honestly the the 2010s are for me the ugliest um fashion period that we as humans have ever had you, you, but across all centuries all i epochs? do believe that yeah the way it's coming back and it scares me at night when I think about the idea of mustache t-shirts, um, glasses with no lenses. Yeah, fair uh, The only thing I miss from it is honestly matte lipstick. Mm. And I still love the 2016 makeup. I'm sorry, guys. I cannot give it up. It is, it's too good to me. It eats every time. Okay. But the looks, the peplum. You know, I bring back peplum ever so slightly i would it be if it was, it's fashionable in the office and outside it that's yeah. why i always love that type of but cut the other stuff no like just no remember we used to wear on what are those shoes tom something i had knockoffs of them too because i couldn't afford the real thing i can't remember the names but i had them in different prints anyways it was ugly okay. it's not cute it doesn't give like you know when you think the 90s you think grunge you think the hip-hop era you think everything the 80s the big colors the neon all about excessiveness and that's because we're coming out of a recession so everyone's just like you know what we're gonna do <laughs> everything we own on our bodies and, and that's we what should they did. weren't people going to the club in office attire back then yeah, yeah. let's not bring that back <laughs> um so Jenna Jones definitely feels like an outcast in this environment where all oh, the right. girls Oh right. Yeah, my point like, is she's also yes. because everybody's young yeah. and they're dressing like this. She's 4 years old and she's dressing very sophisticated like you She know, doesn't fit in. She doesn't fit in um and she's not wearing brand names or anything. She's wearing, you know, Target. I don't even think it's Target. She's I wearing think. Old Navy, girl. She said she's actually it's actually She said it's not even Old, old Navy. Navy. So I said it's not Shein. So what is it? <laughs> There is no sheet at this point. <laughs> is it George by Walmart? It's, it she must is? be George. That's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> um, so on top of, we, met Je- we meet Jenna Jones, and then we meet a lady uh, who works as the owner or like the CEO of this magazine, this web uh, online thing that she's Darcy part- Vale. Exactly. Darcy Vale is the CEO of this thing that she got hired to. And then Terry, who is the woman we meet right after Jenna Jones, is the assistant or the secretary or someone who should call HR. <laughs> <laughs> because Terry's life reminds me of, I know all of y'all have watched if Devil Wears Prada. It will be um, Emily Blunt's character. No, definitely um, Darcy was trying to give Miranda, which it wasn't giving. No, um, It was just giving cold-hearted bitch. Um, yeah. It's not even in the winter. No, it wasn't. No. It was something else. And especially since Darcy Vale is a black woman. That you know what? Up, that I can't lie anymore. to you. Like, I know, <laughs> obviously on this podcast, we review black novels. Yeah. <laughs> but you none of the characters, <laughs> none of the characters faces. were black coded to me. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought Terry was a, Terry is a white woman, isn't she? 
She has to be, I think. <laughs> she has to be. <laughs> no, I was a little bit confused by the ethnicities and races. Um, of all of them, Jenna, yeah. Darcy, every single one. And then I was like, wait, this is this yeah. is not... <laughs> Like you don't it, when they when they first speak it doesn't hit you. Like, oh no, yeah, you're black. It's it does more of like what are you? Yeah. Um. Anywho, so Terry's a secretary assistant to Darcy. Um, and we get a little bit about what Terry is, her personality and stuff. To me, she sounds like somebody who is very into like the trends. I mean, they're all working in a fashion environment, yeah. so like they're all into it. But she seems a little bit. Um, she's. She's into her job, but she also seems a little bit rude and maybe condescending. At I the feel same like time. it's just the, but I think I feel like it's just the the industry they're in because I'm not gonna lie to you, all these characters annoy me already. Yeah, um, they're just not good people, including Jenna herself, and yeah. I I think that's always been the description of people who work within fashion. Like that's why you have movies like Devil Wears Prada because Ugly Betty. Yes, exactly. Ugly Betty is actually perfect. Oh for my god! This. So maybe Darcy is. Vanessa yes. Williams. There we yes, go. There we got it. Um, but I didn't like Vanessa Williams' character. Either. I didn't like her, but I loved her. Like her assistant. Her, her sister was. Yeah, I like her assistant too. But I like Vanessa Williams. Like I don't know uh, her style. I liked her yes, style. Yes, and I think that no, but that's pre twenty ten. Yes. So. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think it's just it's just a, it's very cutthroat. It's very you know. But it also, what it sinks to is the beginning of the influencer age. Ooh, because, yeah. like, Jenna talks about the fact that, like, if you go to fashion shows, it's to be, you know, mm-hmm. you what once used to be seats for writers and Vogue and self and whatever in style is now, like, you know, mm-hmm. influencers. Because anybody can be an influencer. And we really see it now when we see people who I still don't know who do anything. What was the other one I saw? It was confidence, <laughs> it was a confidence and influencer. wellness advocate. I don't know if y'all are following that she and mess outside, <laughs> but that girl, the head girl who went for that trip was a confidence <laughs> influencer. And I said, you know what? I could be anything. And here's the thing. I think anybody who's foolish enough to go to a sweatshop yeah. and believe that they're not running a sweatshop deserves to call themselves a confidence influencer because you need that kind of confidence to be that stupid. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, um, so we find out, so as Terry and Jenna, they're having like a conversation. So she, Jenna's being called upon to, to talk to, to Darcy. Darcy, we find out, is actually friends, frenemies. I think that's what we call it. I guess, yeah. They're, do you know what they remind me of? You remember in Honey and Spice, Kiki, and who was the homegirl who wrote the like the, the, the competition blog? Oh, what's her name? And it was like a friendly, but theirs was more friendly. There was some kind of respect there. Yeah. That's what it gives me. I can't remember her name for the life of me. Yes, it's a frenemy because, in fact, actually, they sort of like came up at the same time. They met because they were sleeping with the same guy. Uh, yeah, they were sleeping with the same guy, guy called Marcus. Mm. Yeah, it was, it was a whole fiasco. Like, listen, Jenna, Jenna Jones ended up at his house to surprise him for his birthday or something. Never surprise a man who's not your man. <laughs> anyway, uh, opens the door. Darcy's there. Darcy throws a cake at her because she brought a cake for the That's man who's really not your harsh. man. And anyway, it's a story that keep bringing up again and again throughout the chapters. Darcy keeps bringing it up because Darcy's, Darcy's not a good person. Yeah. And we can tell that when we meet her son eventually. Exactly. But yeah, so I guess, but underlying all of that, they have respect. Which is why Darcy gave 
Jenna the job because she respects what she does and she needs someone who has experience within the print world within the fashion world to sort of switch up um, style design because right now it's looking it's just it's there you know what I mean she wants to quadruple the viewership you know Darcy got big dreams and ambitions she's like you know what let me do this pity hire but with somebody who is actually really good at their job and let them you know do this stuff exactly um Darcy and Jenna, when they when we first see their interaction, I'm just like Darcy is beyond rude because she is very sly with her words. Like she's saying things that know that she knows is gonna hurt um, Jenna. Like for instance, bring up her ex yeah. ex husband, ex husband, ex fiance, ex fiance. They ex-fiance. were fiance for twenty years. They were on fiance for twenty years, no marriage, no marriage. That's and she says crazy. it on the phone call with him, like. You wasted my... You told a 38-year-old woman you didn't want to have kids. Like, at this point... Yeah. <laughs> we got to have these kids. I don't but know. Even you, Jenna. <laughs> I'm sorry. But even you, girl. Like... Yeah, why did you this? stick around that long? Exactly. Like, I, I understand, like, he's, he's an ass, for sure. He's a piece of shit. But you... You seem like a very independent, ambitious woman. Why I don't didn't see you? that. You don't? Okay. No. So... <laughs> Anyway, so uh, Darcy and Jenna conversation is condescending. Darcy's just rude. Like, think about Anna Wintour. I don't know how Anna Wintour's character is, but Vanessa Williams' character in Ugly Betty mixed with that lady. I heard Anna Wintour's a See You Next Tuesday. Really? Yeah. You know, like, she even had recently an assistant posting for a job. Yeah. And her assistants worked 24 hours, obviously, and she was going to pay them, like, 40 grand or something. Like, something literally criminal. So... And she's not a good person. Look at how no. she treated um, Andre Leontali and the guy who just left British Emmanuel. Vogue. Yeah, yeah he's just like, yeah, I'm out of here. Anyways, a woman with that haircut cannot be a good person. Of course, and that skin too. And she doesn't dress well either. I don't know who made her the the judge of of fashions because I feel like I could do her job at this rate. I don't understand fashion. Never will. We move. <laughs> um, so after the conversation, it was so rude. Uh, I think Jenna makes her way to her office, which is a closet. It's a closet. It reminds me of the custodians once used. When she said that, I, I don't think you've seen The Office, but it literally reminded me of like when Ryan came back from New York and he needed a pity job, they literally put him in the closet. Jim yeah. did because he was like, I need my own space. And he didn't have a cubicle. But yeah. But her whole role is to run this Just Jenna b- uh, blog. Mm-hmm. And then also she has to create a web series. Yes. Uh, which again, like, I guess what, reading this in 2023 makes sense. Like when you think about like, Vogue and into all the different like web series that they've done um, to keep up with the times. Like I'm thinking like the 70 questions. I love like, that one. Uh, What's in the Get box. Getting ready with me. Getting ready Harper's with me. Bizarre, yeah. stuff like that. Exactly. Um, makes sense. People love to watch that kind of stuff. Exactly. So I guess I guess they're just doing what I guess the, the trend it was heading there anyway. Yeah. So she goes in her custodian little office and she just thinks to herself <laughs> what am I going to do now? <laughs> because she feels like an outcast. Yeah. She doesn't feel confident. You know, she she had this amazing season past working in print at Darling Magazine and now here she is starting from the bottom, literally trying to climb up and gain back her reputation. Um, so she's in the office just thinking about things. Oh, she's also been told that as part of an employee of this company, you have to have social media presence. So she's been told, so here's please the thing. make an Instagram. And she doesn't do it till like chapter seven yeah and okay so we didn't even mention we we're reading one to eight obviously but she doesn't do it till chapter seven i'm just like girl 
do you want this job or not? <laughs> it's anxiety driven. I get that. Because like this is a dinosaur coming into a world <laughs> of technology. She's not a woman in tech. And you can just imagine she's like, what is a Twitter ring and what is a Facebook? She thought she said Facebook turned into like um, us just sh- liking pictures to oversharing. I'm yeah. just like, yeah, that's what it is right now, girl. It's even worse now. Come to 2023. It's crazy yeah. out here. Um, so I understand what the delay was. As she's trying to figure out what a GIF is and what a meme is, um, I like how she said that uh, she thought that <laughs> people were posting pictures of their food. Is that like saying a digital saying grace? I said, yeah, it is. Posting pictures of your food before you eat it. Oh. It is a digital. Um, I don't think it's saying grace. I actually, you know what? I hate when y'all do that. I know I do it sometimes too, so I hate myself. I but I stopped I, doing that a long yeah, time ago. I hate it. It's like, just stop. Like, I want to eat. Nobody cares. Like, genuinely, nobody cares what you're eating. Imagine waiting for somebody to take the perfect video for their Instagram. It's so annoying. Like, I'm hungry. And here's the thing. Like, when you actually think about it, the only people who should be doing that are food bloggers. And all of you are not food bloggers. Some None of, of you, you have you... nasty food. <laughs> Some. <laughs> Some of y'all put hot dogs and chips together and say, hey, you guys. What? Now, hold on. If you do it correctly... You can make a meal. You've never had a struggle meal, and that's the thing. I've had a struggle Hot meal. Hot dogs and, had, and fries were. Have you ever had rice and ketchup before? That's no. not a struggle meal. That's a choice. That was a struggle <laughs> meal. Um, anyway, so she's in her custodian office thinking to herself, like, okay, let's. I guess let's try and see what this social media stuff is about. And then she gets a phone call. From Brian. From her ex-fiance. How dare? How dare you call me? To be fair, they had a life together. Still for twenty years. You, one day you woke up and left me. Why no, but he didn't. Me? He said he didn't want to be with her. She got up and left. Let's be specific now. He left her. He broke up with her. He didn't leave her. Anyway, so her ex fiance is calling her talk because he now knows that she's, she's back, back in, in town. town and just like yo, like we should grab coffee. She's just like stop calling me. And he's dating this new, this young thing who works for a rival yeah. magazine. And she apparently is not as pretty as her, not as fashionable as her. And just, and posts articles like no, ways to be. No, she is basically the Carrie Bradshaw of 2012. She did say that. Yeah. that's And, and she looks like Chelsea Handler. That's what they're describing now, her as. Now, I don't know why Chelsea Handler catching strays. Listen. I don't have any opinions of have Chelsea you seen, Have you seen Chelsea Handler before? I've seen her. Do what you want with that You know, 50 Cent dated Chelsea Handler. And 50 Cent is what? <laughs> a, a what? Let's say together, a black man. Oh, there So is go. Brian. Exactly. You see, <laughs> two plus two equals four here. That doesn't, maybe Chelsea Handler has a great personality. I have no hate for interracial couples at all. But I do. Something um. has to be said about a black man with a particularly looking white woman. No, it's true. When they like, date, I'm sorry. When they date white women, their standards are disgustingly like, lower than when they date black women. Because even crazy. Jenna describes a lot of the, her, the early days of their relationship. She found herself trying to always look the way she thought he needed her to look. Yeah, and those rules don't exist for white women who date black men they they literally can look like as busted as they want to i saw one yesterday and i was like damn that's who you and want this is no hey, shade it is shade you know it's a little bit of shade but it's not too much shade to black to white women but it's just like damn y'all can be gutter and still get it while some of us will literally be aphrodite listen and be looked upon as like just love just watch love island 
You know what I mean? It's oh, a social God. experiment to discuss so many things uh, Speaking our of, community. I heard the, the men on the cast on war are also very ugly. Once again, they picked them up from the bus stop. It's the world I live in is unfortunate. I truly believe God stopped making the method men kind of batch. <laughs> you know what I mean? In 2019, 92. <laughs> 2000, well done. Your parents put a lot of money into school fees, you know. That, that era when the dinosaurs were, that's when the batch stopped. God gave up. The machine broke, okay? He hasn't fixed that thing like McDonald's. Anyway, um, so she has a conversation with Brian. Brian's just like, hey, like, I don't want anybody else to tell you I'm dating this girl. Yeah. And, of course, this makes her feel like, wow. So after me, you go for this heathen-looking girl. Great. Fantastic. Um, but he still insists, like, please, like, you know, we're still friends. We can be friends. Like, let's get a coffee. She's like, no. Anyway, to be honest, I think she's being petty. But anyways, I I, to, I agree to some extent. I feel like I don't think he has, I don't think he's malicious when he. I don't think he was malicious when he asked. I think like, he's I think a man at the end of the day. But I do think the way in which she handled everything. But like, I don't know. It's I feel both ways. Like mm-hmm. if somebody wastes twenty years of my time, I feel <laughs> bad about it too. Yeah. But she's saying he's saying like she sold Basquiat for five dollars on the street corner. Yeah, because he broke her heart. She said the love of my life told me he doesn't want to have a life with but me. But the no thing more. is, you could have sold the Basquiat for more and then taken the money. Have you not heard? The point is to of sell it hey, ladies, when your man want to get upside, the point was to sell it just go to back and him. hit him up style. But you know, honestly, I'm not one of those girls. Blue Cantrell did not sing that for no reason. <laughs> I'm not one of those girls who could burn up your car tear up your Jordans I'm not doing that I'll walk away quietly you never but she didn't do that she had a breakdown she She left her job and moved to Virginia where she was teaching a style class in a community college so she didn't do that quietly now and also Brian also said that he didn't technically break up with her there were issues in the relationship and the main issue was them having kids he didn't want kids but he was willing to work around it with her to say if someone tells you you don't don't want want kids they really mean but it. the thing is jenna oh there's no way you found out about that at the age of 38 39 he must have told you at Dream 35 together 33 yeah. 31 yeah. like uh, my sympathy is fleeting but anyway so she's upset that he's dating this guy so in the next chapter we meet her besties yes she's telling them about this um, so I love it when we start meeting the best character <laughs> side friends because I tend to like them more. more. Anyway, <laughs> I know I'm first growing. person with me is our good, a good successful girl called Elodie. Elodie, 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 or Elodie, whatever y'all want to do. She's E to me. You know, my girl E. <laughs> e. Franklin. She's Blasian. Okay. And she grew up in a commune, which is scary. Which <laughs> is scary. Like, basic, I don't know if y'all know anything about communes, but it's hippies. You know, they don't shout at each other. They just sit there and meditate and, like, scream into the night if they want to, like, get out bad energy. It's a very scary type of cult. Because it is a cult. Um, And she is a prolific event organizer or she in the within the fashion yeah um industry so she makes a lot of money in different ways but one of her big big money makers is uh i guess is it dog related or this is just one event that she's doing this oh she turns celebrities into like something else i thought it was dog lingerie 
okay. <laughs> We're learning something new right now. <laughs> I thought that she just holds like big celebrity parties. And then in this instance, she's just holding one for a dog lingerie line. Yes, at a hotel. Oh, at a hotel. <laughs> dog lingerie is crazy. People have a lot of things to waste money on, apparently. Damn. Anyway, so she's planning this big event. You know, she's a top dog and everything. And then we meet another friend of Jenna, and her name is... Billy Burke? Something like that. Billy Burke Blake. She is a mother. She is a wife. She is a yogi. She is... A VP of communications. A VP of communications at a large cosmetics. Yeah. <laughs> um... And she spends a lot of her time taking care of them kids. Oh, she has one child. A five-year-old girl. Called May. Not my business. And her husband called Jay, who is a poet. Yes, yes. And he's a teacher at like Fordham University. Yeah. And they are both black? (laughs) Yes. It's really hard to tell when I'm reading. But let's assume they're and all that's, black. And that's the th- what we have to, because it's obviously a podcast where we do <laughs> review black novels. We can have white characters, too. Yes, but I think, I don't know, is that is that saying more about ourselves and the fact that we don't believe black people can look like this or do things like this? Or or is it because they're mean that makes us feel that they're not black? I have I think it's because they're mean. <laughs> Me too. Okay. And I'm just sitting here, I'm just like, no way y'all can be this mean. It's very stush-like behavior yes. because they're definitely privileged in many yeah. ways. I'm just like, why are you acting like this? Like, like they're not out here calling you monkey in the office. You know what I mean? It's giving very much, like, blativity blacks. Mm, yeah. yeah. I mean, I like that. Which we'll get to when we meet um, Eric. Yes. So, um, obviously, this is a party that Ella D, oh, my girl E, um, is hosting. And so they're just, you know, doing a pregame in the hotel room. And so Jenna is telling them, like, Brian called me and it made me feel this way and everything is just so messed up. And it's my first week at this job and I have a custodial um, office and, like, I don't know what's going on. And everybody here is talking about tweet and twat. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know what I mean? My 40 year old girl is going through 20 year old problems and I said you know what I feel you I see myself in you um and how I can describe her friends is that Blake Bert what's it Blake is her name Billy Billy I'm so sorry Billy why do you haven't you know what we move Billy is very (laughs) calm very cool collected and very like Charlotte York from Sex and the City. You know what I mean? She's a believer. She's an optimist. She looks at the brighter things. And then Elodie is more of like direct, assertive, like this is what you're going to do next. And so it's described that Elodie and um, Billy have like the sibling, like they're married. But they don't they, actually get along. They no, get they along don't. to be friends with Jenna. Uh, Jenna. Exactly. Uh, which is cute. I mean, I have a lot of friends in groups where, you know, we don't get along, but there's one person keeping us centered. <laughs> what? <laughs> Just joking, but, you know, there are many friend groups that are I hope I'm like not that. in that friend group. <laughs> what? Maybe. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, but she's, yeah, and they're, and, and um, homegirl Jenna's like, you know what I haven't had in a long time? The, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Oh, no. Why hasn't she had in a long time? Well, okay, she just got her. She just got she a Brazilian. Really, so yeah, she got Brazilian wax, and she want to show somebody what her Brazilian wax looks like. Cause exactly. Her, even within her relationship with Brian, he was not touching her. She says she she's still not sure who he was touching Ooh. because it, it it was not her. <laughs> yep. And he's committed on that he was not cheating. Do I believe him? No. But 
she wants to get back out there. So Lodi's like, I'll set you up with somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, Billy's like, I got a child to take care of. I want to go home and watch Veep in my panties. So y'all have what fun. It's an HBO show with, um, I don't remember her name, but she plays Elaine in Seinfeld. Mm. Um, and she's basically president of the United States. It's like a comedy. It's, it's, oh. She won like an Emmy every single year she's been on okay. it. Okay. I heard it's good. I've never sat down and watched it myself. Okay, cool. But um, yeah, so she they do that. So cut to the party. She's wearing a dress she stole from work, heels from Billy. Mm-hmm. And she's drinking. She feels good. But the men, as we know, are creeps. So they're only looking at women who are 25 and younger like they're Leonardo DiCaprio. (laughs) It's a mixture of, uh, you know, other men in fashion. They they have to invite NFL and NBA players because black people do push the needle. They need black people to make the party. Our culture is our culture. (laughs) Yep. And then um, Elodie introduces her to Diallo, who is a doctor he's a radiologist so yes, there a doctor. we go but he only deals with expensive clients so that's yeah. why he's there and he's wearing like you know he's Something new money tacky, man like but as they're talking he's he makes it very obvious he's like i actually don't like black girls mm-hmm. i you're an exception because i thought you were biracial one mm-hmm. and two because you i googled you and you were a famous fashion editor and i was like this works but even as she's he's talking to her she he's looking at the 25 yep. year olds behind her yep and she's just like i'm not gonna waste my time with this one colorist two yeah. anti-black woman three this creep because why are you age age gaps is obviously the theme of this book and we're gonna talk more about because <laughs> i have a lot to say about I, me too and they ain't positive things yeah. let me tell you um but again, I think it's pretty right. So this character in the movie is played by Gabrielle Union. And the love interest is played by Keith Powers. And I think you guys can put two and two together and see. And I said, now hold on. <laughs> Keith Powers? Because at this point I didn't read the synopsis of the book or the I movie. Swear I swear like, to God, Keith I Powers. thought Keith, pa- Keith Powers was going to be like the assistant or something. I said, there's no way he's a love interest. Anyway. But, uh, but you know what? In Tia Williams, we trust. We're going to stick with it. Let's see. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know about this one, Tia. But essentially, Jenna, back to the party, Jenna gets upset because the men are being gross. She feels unloved. She feels unwanted. Mm-hmm. And she's drinking it up. And the bartenders cut her off. And mm-hmm. so this guy comes up to her who she describes as having, like, she thought was in high school. And she's then he's a like, baby. <laughs> she's like, actually... Um, I'm 22. I just graduated from USC from film school. Wow. And she's like, okay. He's like, I'm here to pick up my friend who's a waiter here. And um, they're talking and they're flirting and they're looking in eyes. And he's like, you look like you want to kiss me. And she's like, how do you even know? Like, he's like, because you stared at my lips. And <laughs> I love this very nice. <laughs> <laughs> and um, she's like, well, then just kiss me. Kiss mm-hmm. me. And they do it. And the whole time I was like, Ew! It made me <laughs> very uncomfortable. Let me tell you, very uncomfortable. It's like, um, and also, I want to point out that that first interaction between the two was very corny to me. Like they were making all kinds of weird jokes. They're drunk. Still, like it was just so corny. Like I was like, ugh, stop it. Uh, They're drunk. I don't know how much more you wanted from them, but that's all we're gonna get. <laughs> But Elodie stops them before they start ripping each other's clothes off because not only was um, Eric, who we learn, 
it, not only is he drunk, he's also drunk and high. And we want our homegirl Jenna to have some decency, like get a room. She essentially says, "Yeah." So she takes her off, and she's like, she's she passes out right as her friends save her. And yeah, Eric's like, "I'd even get to get her number." You know, as sometimes as these things happen, you think they're just a one night thing. I'm never going to see you again. New York is a huge city, even of within course. this industry. Absolutely. Fast forward to Monday. She's supposed to meet the videographer she's supposed to work with for her web series. In comes in Darcy and, of course, Eric. And at this point, so I didn't watch the trailer, so I was a little bit shocked. I said, now, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Please just say, like, this is your nephew. <laughs> oh, this is, you know, I don't know. Friend he just or works friend. here. No. She said, this is my spawn, Eric. <laughs> my spawn. Me and Jenna gasped. <laughs> we both gasped. I said, no way, no way, no way. Um, so this is going to be like the, I guess, like, from reading books, you know, this is going to be like the plot. You know what I mean? Like, there's going to be a lot of um, frenemies or whatever. So, them working things out. Yeah. It is. Um, of course, like, um, Eric had no idea that Darcy and Jenna had a history. You know, my problem is... boyfriend. Yeah. Um, the past, how they, you know, how they came up into the industry together and that kind of stuff. So he's shocked, she's shocked, and they're trying to play it cool because Darcy is described as somebody who's like, honestly, if I was in the presence of Darcy, I'd rather just jump up a cliff. Can I be honest? They're doing a really bad job because immediately she says, I know you guys have met each other. What's happening? So like, like let's, and then (laughs) what's embarrassing is she's like, yeah, you guys have met. Don't you remember when she met you when you were like... 10 years oh old in 2000. You know, I'm just blocking out the <laughs> age gap between these two. Because it's like, gross. He was running around at that party, remember? And then he yes. poured that drink on your white dress. Exactly. And then Jenna's just like, no, 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 no. Not that child from back in the day. At that point, she was already like 28. Yeah. That's... Oh, that's gross. Girl, <laughs> the age gap is making me sick. <laughs> I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Anyway, um, so Darcy just like, okay, so like I, I want this web series to work. So you two are going to work together. And we also get a glimpse of what kind of mother Darcy is. She is, from her personality, you can already tell that she was not there. No. And um, he describes her, because Jenna does ask. Yeah. Um, and he says, but if the scale is Hamlet's mom to Delanda on The Wire. To anyone who's watched The Wire. To anyone who's read Hamlet. Uh, <laughs> let's try that one out girl i promise you the war is probably the war is probably where no because at. delanda was easily the worst mother she wanted her kid to be a gangbanger so bad girl, she was not a mother <laughs> at all but yes she was darcy's described as in between, in the between which isn't great because hamlet's mother married his uncle and um but again there was a time period but anyways you know she's there yeah and we do get to learn well before we learn anything more about darcy as a mother these two keep going back and forth like we should have done this this is weird i think jenna just gives off the worst energy she's just like embarrasses herself she's like this shouldn't have happened i can't believe this has happened we can't work together you can't flirt with me he's not flirting with you mind you he's just being normal yeah and somehow the mature one in this situation which upsets me even is a 22 21 year old yeah jenna is very much like off her off her rockets i don't know what you describe like she's just a little bit too jittery and too off the place for me yeah i don't know if it's because of like i think it's all (laughs) of it her anxiety being in this environment starting 
from scratch not knowing what yeah twitter is you know what <laughs> i mean just it's, it's a lot going on i think it's also once. like had it just been someone who worked there it'd be one thing but it's mm-hmm. darcy's son yeah. which makes it two things yeah and even when she steps out and comes back and finds the cupcake on her desk and she thinks it's it's eric but it was elodie who sent it okay let's and talk about threatens this. to call hr if he let's looks at her about this because why would she automatically think it was eric who left her a box of cupcakes that's what i'm saying like she's she's low-key a diva like she is kind of like darcy which kind of makes why they respect each other yeah oh then this makes it grosser because if they're the love interest for each other that means he marries someone who's like his (laughs) (laughs) no Adil and i are shaking y'all we don't i don't like the. i don't like that age gap it's 20 years 20 plus years it's I'm not? still convinced she's 45. <laughs> so what she did is she lied. I think she tried to like throw off that, that colorist at the party by yeah. saying that I'm 45 when she's actually just 40. Oh, That's why you think that she's okay, 45. Okay. So I understand where you're, you're getting that okay, from. Okay, well, even then, the gay age gap is 18 years. Girl, I said 20. Let's say 20. <laughs> let's say. Let's make up numbers now. Let's make up numbers because I'm not a mathematician. Um, um, And like... Uh, Eric is sort of like playing along with her because he, I think he finds like her a little hysteria kind of funny. So when she assumes that the cupcakes are from Eric, uh, Eric is almost like just been like, oh yeah, you know, I wrote you a note and I said I'm obsessed with you and you're haunting me and everything. And this is like driving her like insane. Yeah. She's like, what do you mean? And what's going on? And it's just like, no, like read the note. Someone left you a note for this gift. And to find out it's actually from her friend Billy who couldn't make it to the oh, party. Oh, okay. Um, and she's just like, yeah, you know, like you're, you're killing it. You're going to do great. And la da da And of course, you know, Jenna felt stupid because why would you make that assumption from a 20 year old? Because I think she assumes that the 20 year old doesn't know how to act either. Um, when the real issues is that she doesn't know how to act. Yeah. Um, and they only have two days to put out together a rough copy Correct. of this web series yeah. to present to Darcy. Yeah. They need the first cut for it. <clears throat> so she's like, you know what? Let's, let's just work. Let's just get it done. Mm hmm. Um, but we'll talk about it tomorrow. So we fast forward and now we're looking at Eric's POV and he's gone to see his best friend, Tim, who he describes as a consistent degenerate. Um, Tim Tim sounds like the worst person. Protect me from a child like that. (laughs) Tim is very, uh, he's a kind of child just like, yeah, he's a problem child. Y'all like, there's nothing we can do to save him. Like definitely someone who has had, has he been to prison? Drug no, he counts, has a drug charge. Drunk, dr- drug charges. Uh, Tim has a younger brother who is he on has the several same path. brothers or sisters because Tim is. Because um, remember when he right. walks in, there's two twins from Ecuador, yes. and Tim's brother is from Cambodia. Yes. Tim himself is a black child yes. or 22 year old because their two parents, their Filipino father and their white dad. So their their dad, they white have, mother. No, Filipino. no, no. They have two dads. Oh, right. So they're all adopted in Bragelina style. And how they even meet is the fact that Darcy got pregnant with Eric when she was 16. She mm-hmm. was raised by Seventh-day Adventist parents who are very strict and conservative. Mm-hmm. And she decided, I'm just going to lose my virginity. And she chose the local guy at the bodega, um, Otis, Otis Combs. Combs. He was a failed drummer who yeah. failed because he has a 
uh, alcohol addiction and he was 25 at the time like the gaps in these ages yeah 25 16 hmm. <laughs> but she falls pregnant which is unfortunate immediately her dad kicks her out the shame is too much he moves to new jersey <laughs> he sells the brownstone that we're living in yeah moves to new jersey um and they don't talk to her no at all like they honestly just what did they call it they abandon you yeah you go yeah they uh there's another word but anyways they, they put her out yeah and they they essentially have excommunicated her from her own family yeah but she she you know darcy's a go-getter she puts in the work and she she tries to instill that in eric as well she says you're not a combs you're, you're a veil and you have to succeed and, and eric does have that that drive to succeed mm-hmm. um he was raised mostly by his grandmother on his dad's side yeah. um in the hood and then finally after darcy had bounced around a couple men and finally decided to stay with Belladonna, who she convinced to start her media conglomerate. Yeah. Before divorcing him, she moves in t- her son because his father dies when he's 10. His father gets shot. Yes, is, at the bodega. Um, and she she moves every two years anyway, so he's not had much stability. Yeah. And he ends up going to the same private school, Dalton. As Tim. As Tim. And they're the only two black kids, so they kind of just stick together. But they're polar opposites. Where Eric is, like, president of this club and this club. Because he's a veil. Because he's a veil. <laughs> Timmy! Is having orgies with high school. Timmy's with, a fail. You know, Disney Channel stars and avoiding drug charges and, like... I'm and even managing, shocked. And managing sex workers, you know. Wait, what? Yep, is that what say. he's doing with... Uh, he, does, he does a lot of things. Carlita? Okay? He does a lot of things. I thought he went to college. He did, but he's also managing strippers on the side. So he's a pimp. He's, he's not just a pimp, okay? He's, a, <laughs> he's, he's other things. Maybe he's a drug dealer as well. And maybe I don't think he, he has the skills to be a drug dealer. Maybe he also, on the side, he teaches young kids how to play video games. Like, he's a very... He's one of those people. But I did see managing strippers. Um, on, child, anyways. Yeah. So what happened here is that they're essentially just... Uh, when we meet Tim, he's playing games with Eric. And Tim's brother's there. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but... He's giving him the worst girl advice. He's 13 years old, and he's definitely dealing with someone who's catfishing him on Instagram. And right. He's telling his 13-year-old brother to ask his girl for nudes to mm-hmm. do this. And Eric's like, that's 100% a, a catfish. And two, you don't always have to be a consistent degenerate. You can just be nice to people. And they're like, this attitude you have, it has to be a woman. Like, what's causing this? And he doesn't talk about it, but... You know, they're like, is it your ex who her name is Madison Ballerina? She's in L.A. She's doing dance. She wanted to move to New York to be with him, but he told her to stay and to focus on herself. And she's a sophomore. So she's only like 18, 19 in high school Mm -hmm. dealing with a 22 year old. You see the age gap (laughs) appears again. This is a common theme, you guys. Keep going with us. (laughs) Um, So she but he's obviously thinking about Jenna. So the, yes, the kiss that they had the night that they met, um, and I don't know why he's thinking about Jenna when he should really be focusing on his short project that he's doing to try and get attention of filmmakers. Yes, but that's near. Yes, yeah, so there. he is a filmmaker by trade, obviously, but yep. you know, filmmaking is not something you just go into a store and yep. you get a job for. So he has to build something, and his mom said, "Well, we well, I gave you the summer, yeah, time to get a real job." And he's just trying to do this, save enough to move out, and then do the things that he actually wants to do. Yeah, which if you guys remember when we read. Um, seven days in june he's doing those things including working on the 
on the film for you know anyways for she, all my cursed really, fans oh, 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 oh. <laughs> um for y'all who have not <laughs> who have not listened to our series on seven days in june by tia williams you have to because then you'll understand adillion's excitement and reference in this very moment that's like 10 years in the future or yeah <gasps> eight years yeah crazy but um okay <laughs> but you know when I read that I was like oh you make it bless you yeah but yeah so he decides he goes in on the Tuesday to um talk to what's her name Jenna Jenna and they're to brainstorm for this yeah. web series that's due on Wednesday and they're talking to Jinx and Terry who also work in the office and yeah. Jenna realizes that they do value her opinions she just needs to learn a little more internet yeah stuff and she has she carries something that they don't have which is clearly why darcy experience. brought her there a yeah. lot of experience like jenna from from the few times that she talks about um fashion like i know that she went to the uh fashion institute's uh, yeah. technology thing to like mentor a bunch of yeah. fashion, upcoming fashion designers and she's one of those people who's just like oh you know you should do this and mix it with like insert i don't know like a fashion trend in 1963 and then insert like a very like obscure i don't know fashion designer like she's she knows her history yeah she's very deep within it and like she can tell you this is from this music video and this music video like this is not a hobby to her this is her her like livelihood yeah so the girls respect that and i think she's a more approachable than darcy who scares even jenna because darcy will ruin her if she feels the need to do so yeah um and even Darcy goes as far as embarrassing her in the fact that she doesn't know how to use Toot Sweet. Hoot Sweet. Hoot Sweet. Yeah. Canadian <laughs> um, company. I've never heard of this thing. Is it real? So, yeah, Hoot Sweet is a real it's a real company. Um it's based I think it's based in Vancouver. Basically like with this just social media everywhere, it's really hard for you to keep up with how many posts you need to send and everything. Yeah. So it's basically a social media managing tool. So you kinda say like schedule this post to go at five PM and make it go on Twitter, Instagram and whatever it is. So Hootsuite like you pay for that service and it just helps you organize your social media marketing. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um with that from that conversation, Eric decides to help her finally make an Instagram. Yeah. Finally make a Twitter, teach yeah. her how to do it. And um she the Apple store. Listen. Classes for free. The library has them, you know. What? I remember when I was taking French lessons in the library, they also had lessons for old people. That's good use of taxpayers' money. (laughs) Exactly. So she also, they decided, well, we have to work on these things together. Um, How about we do this idea, we go talk to this German creator who's she's a creative head of this fashion line that I don't remember. It's a shoe line. So this German, this fashion designer, uh, I forgot what her name is, um, something something um and she has this very prominent like shoe line which is supposed to be like in comparison to like jimmy choose yes so, like, she's a big big deal to exactly. jenna's generation <laughs> yep Mind and you. and eric's like this is boring nobody wants to see that but jenna's hard-headed and stubborn and as eric quickly realizes once she has an idea she doesn't want your opinion yeah and he's finding it already difficult to talk to her and and she's just also making things awkward because of their past experience and he's he's already over it yeah um but of course when they go there everything that could go wrong goes wrong first greta doesn't want to see them yes greta that's the fashion designer's name greta and we soon realize after Eric flirts with the, her assistant, we soon realize that Greta doesn't want to see them because Greta's in a full body cast 
because she tripped while chasing her dog Taraji Not P Henson. Her dog, her peacock. Sorry, you're right. Her peacock, Taraji P. Henson. As I was shocked. I said, so y'all just be keeping peacocks in your backyard? Clearly. Yeah. And her husband's not too happy about it, but she's like, yeah, I'll do the video. And, um, you know, at this point, Eric's already had to work with Jenna and trying to get her to look natural on mm-hmm. camera. Because as we know now, like, and he mentioned this, like, vloggers sit in their bathrooms and just talk. And yeah, we're, it's very we're casual, very relatable. Exactly. And, like, I, I don't I think we mentioned briefly, not only did uh, Jenna uh, handle, like, the fashion editing for Darling Magazine back in her day, she was also, like, a TV host for yes. a very big... It sounds like a um, project... Run... It's something like Project, project Runway. Runway. So, yeah. like, she was the face of that. So, she, she's an experienced yeah, girl. Exactly. So, when the camera went on and um, Eric was, you know, filming, she was just like, okay, let me do my little thing that I used to do back in the day. Um, obviously, she was very, very nervous and c- came across a very formal and unrelatable. So Eric describes her, her as a diva because yeah. she's used to working with a big production team. And yeah. she doesn't know that like at this point, you got to put the work in. You got to call people yourself. You got to do this and this and this. And he's already he's just frustrated with the whole thing. And now they're with Greta, who's not answering a goddamn question. They're like, what about the new line? She's like, you'll see it. It's giving. And she's just like one, two liners. Greta was giving nothing. Actually, I think Eric says she is describing it in memes. <laughs> that's what she yeah. was doing. Yeah. Like, oh, are you excited for this and that? She's just like, you know, it is what it is. Like, she's not really yeah. telling you anything. She's and just Jenna's quotes. like, what is a meme? Just make me think of. Yeah. Um, you know, in Drag Race, I don't remember what queen it is. And she's like, oh, you're going to be a meme. <laughs> <laughs> And was like, name? what's a meme? <laughs> She's like, you know, a meme. <laughs> and I was like, a, a meme? meme? She's like, yeah, that. That's what was giving. But um, <laughs> she like, they're just like, okay, we just have to piece in something together. Yeah. So they leave there with literally nothing. It was actually ha- less than half an hour of them yeah. filming. So you got nothing for sure. There's nothing <laughs> to edit. And they're in the taxi in New York traffic and it's hot and they're upset and everything. Yeah. And he gets a call from Madison Ballerina and, and he's like, yeah, I miss you too. You know what men don't really want you to know Because now they're really pissed off with each other, y'all. Yeah. So they're sitting at the different ends of the uh, the back. Yeah. And yeah, so he's just like, yeah, I miss you too, whatever. And then Jenna's just like, oh, well. <laughs> well, well, well. Who's that? And he's just like, well, I, a friend. <laughs> like he's not giving much because it's hot and he doesn't want to have a conversation with her because he knows that he's screwed when he shows Darcy this project that they yeah. have ongoing. Um, and so... You know, she keeps insisting, and he's just like, "Well, yeah, this is my is my ex girlfriend." He's like, "Oh, so you miss? So you are you y'all miss each other?" He's just like, "Yeah, I guess." You want to get her back? He's just like, "Why you keep asking me questions? Like, exactly. it's none of your business." Which honestly, it really I hate isn't. when characters do this. Like, just say you want to kiss him and go. <laughs> what? <laughs> because you're only asking if he's with this girl, if he just recently left this girl, if this, because you want to know where you fit into all of that. Which is so weird because you're 40 years old. Exactly. Like, we need to start. We need to start ta- addressing the real issue here. <laughs> is the age gap? T. Williams. Would T. Williams explain yourself? <laughs> is this from a real life experience? We gotta know. I hope not, <laughs> because I I can't I can't get into like him thinking about that kiss and her thinking about that kiss and his abs because there is a huge age gap between the two, and I'm not I'm I'm not a creep. <laughs> 
but they they start arguing now because she yeah. accuses him of being like every other man um, who wants a, a docile, simple girl who just do what he wants. And she's like, I wasn't like that for all of my relationship, and that's all you guys want. You don't want someone who's dynamic. Relationships only work if like you essentially switch power every so often. She describes Billy and Jay's relationship, mm-hmm. and she says once a top, and then sometimes somebody else is a top, and he's like he's like you are so bitter Mm -hmm. i don't know what man did this to you but he's upset and i feel like what she said was a little true he's upset he's like you think i'm just like every guy i'm not like i love when guys say i'm not like every other guy i'm a good guy i told her (laughs) i told her to stay in la i told her to to you know do this and that and that and he's like she's like so why are you vexed then because why are you acting like this? And he's like, you're just so bitter because your man did this, this, and they're just reading each other yeah, for filth. Back and forth, back but it's and not forth. even really reading. It's more like what Marlo does on Housewives of Atlanta, where she's just being ruling, rude oh, and vile. Yeah. She, she's purposely going under the belt so yeah. that you can get your feelings hurt. Yeah. Exactly. So, and then at some point, she's like, well, that makes it clear. You flirt with every woman because you want a woman to be pleased by you because your mother did not give you the attention that you want and that's why you're like this. And he's like, you need to just go to another party and find a 20-something year old to get laid by. And now they're arguing about who's getting out of the car, who's not getting out of the car. And the taxi driver is like, both of y'all get out of my car. He's like, I don't care who gets out. I need my money. (laughs) And I respect that. This man said, this is my job, okay? <laughs> I don't know what beef y'all got, but just pay the fee and get the hell out of here. It's 90 degrees. Which exactly. I don't know what that is in Celsius. Maybe I think 35. that's like, yeah, something like 30 degrees. Man, that's hot. Yeah. Anyway. So, at this point, it's the next day, and they're showing Darcy what they got, and she's like, this is garbaggio. <laughs> this is literally garbage. Like, do not present. If this is what you want to do, you can both just go. Yeah. And he's like, it was hard. And he, she was like, Who, who's, whose idea was this? And he tried to say him, and he's like, she's like, I know you don't know who that designer is, but she does. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it was hard. And she's like, well, next time, pick somebody who actually wants to talk. Greta's never been on film before. There's a reason for that. Yeah. And, you know, at this point, she's like, and this, I can tell y'all don't like each other. You need to figure it out and act like you like each other, at least. Build some rapport. So I'm giving you a week and a half to come up with something else. And then on top of that, be friends, at least, because it's not going to work if you hate each other. Mm-hmm. And I hope to see y'all both at Terry's birthday party on Monday, mm-hmm. because one thing about Darcy is she's not a personable person, but she loves herself a little birthday get together. She, she likes she likes a, she likes a little party, exactly. like everybody else. And so they're looking at each other like I can't stand you, but we all know very soon I can't stand you will turn to I, I love you. In fact, they actually did say this to each other <laughs> yes. jokingly when they were drunk. Yes, just, she's like, oh, I think I'm in love with you, and he's just like, damn, I think I'm in love with you. so clearly Han and I are going to struggle through the rest of this book let me tell you I cannot and I I just can't I'm trying to get into the groove of it I just cannot deal with the age gap I'm sorry so it's just going to be a little dry for me you know there are moments where I forget which moments Adelia (laughs) when he talks about being 21 or when she talks about knowing what Twitter is Where, where, where do you forget I don't know. There's just something about Eric that does it for me. <laughs> for you as a 20-something, you and Eric are the same age, okay? That's why he does something for you. 
But when I see um, the 40 year old and the 22 year old together, it just, I don't know, it makes my mouth feel. It's okay, so dry. have you seen how Stella got her groove back? I have. So, what do you think of that movie? I did not think it's Angela Bassett's particularly good um, movie. I liked her in other things. I like really liked to it. Excel. Of course you did. So no, do you but like to Ty, be fair, do you like Ty Diggs' um, um, American, uh, Jamaican accent? To be fair, I watched Your it mind. when I was 18. Everything gonna be Irish. <laughs> That's Brad Pitt. I know. <laughs> I watched it when I was 18. And I was like, okay, I guess if Stella got to get her group back, I think now as a 25 year old woman, I feel differently about it. And of course, T. Diggs accent was horrible, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. I think Tia Williams will get us to a point. I'm not saying it's right. (laughs) I'm not saying it's right. It's not right. But I'm saying we'll get to a point when I say, okay. Okay. I agree with you because Tia Williams, the first book we read by her, I absolutely loved it. And I, in Tia Williams, we trust you guys. She is a writer. Okay. She is, she knows how to thread in plot. So I trust her in that sense, but I don't agree with the age gap. I definitely do not agree. And there are many age gaps Because she's here. literally old enough to be his mother. Yes. Literally. Half, half his age. No, yeah. half you know, you know what She's I mean. She's half her age. Exactly. Y'all, you know, y'all know I can't count. And you know, the thing is, <laughs> no, it is gross because had it been the other way around, we've been like, Ugh. that's even worse. <laughs> that is worse. That's even worse because now we're playing into you know patriarchy and y'all know power and imba- power imbalance the whole the whole nine yards. It's yeah, it's it's gross. But I, I honestly, it's just we, we gonna see y'all. We gonna see. <laughs> she said, "Let's see. That's what's gonna happen." I don't have nothing else to say about. About it. It's just we gonna see, but as it starts, they hate each other. Let's just get it's, to the loving a, already. It's enemies to lovers story, y'all. I don't know what to talk if it's enemies. It's giving you know that Honey and Spice where they like they were together enemies and then they fought. Lovers. Is that what that was? I thought they were fake friends. Okay, you know what? Like it's a very black. I'm saying in a very black and white sense, but yeah, it's probably like there are other nuances involved. Yeah. But in like a broader sense, it's enemies to lovers because they don't like each other. This one is stush. This one is young. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so they have to like navigate this project together and I'm pretty sure at the end of the project guess what y'all they're gonna fall in love oh my god stop that means when we met them in seven days yes I was just he's 30 yeah and she and and she's (gasps) a (laughs) hundred she's a hundred and he's 30 do you know what's giving (laughs) Aaron Taylor Johnson his grandma (laughs) And you know what? Aaron Taylor Johnson was so tired of us going to the comments every time he posted a thirst trap saying, leave that old witch, leave her. So he's, he left Instagram. You know, I don't have to, I don't see him anymore. Because Good, y'all don't deserve. I'll be there when that movie comes out. The Kraken or whatever. The up, the up war around the age gap is, but for him, it's, it's worse it's much because worse. he was yeah. definitely groomed. He was, he was not 22. This man was 18, 16. Like, he was very, very young. Underage. Yes, I think it will be Tia Williams' job to convince us that a relationship with such a gap cannot have a power imbalance. Yeah. And it's already failing because she's already described Jenna as controlling, as diva-like, as her way and the highway. And Eric's already shown tendencies of just trying to please to keep things going. And also, unfortunately, he's come across as very different from his um peer mates because he's he's a little bit smarter smarter yeah he's a little bit more knowledgeable yeah. he's a little bit mature for his age because the things that he was referencing like he was like i love that movie from this and that and i love that thing from 1990 whatever yeah and jenna is impressed 
by his knowledge. Meanwhile, I, the things that he's describing as inspo, Jenna lived the inspo. <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about oh, I used to read about those days in studio, whatever, whatever. Jenna's Jenna like, was, I was at there Studio Fifty Four. <laughs> Jenna was there with Andy World. You know how crazy that is. Jenna was there when they painted Michelangelo. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, we're gonna, we are going to insult. We're gonna throw shade. That gap, oof, it's yeah. crazy. Um, but. But yeah, that was chapters one to eight, y'all. Uh, we it was actually very interesting and very nice light read. Um, anywho, we are going to read chapters nine to fourteen. Uh, next week's episode. In the meantime, y'all, please follow us on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Tiki Talk, uh, where we talk about all kinds of things. Uh, please free feel to DM us uh, and talk about your first uh, reviews or your feelings about different books that we have reviewed on the podcast. Tell us what you think about the age gap and what you think. I know a few of you have told us already that you're reading The Perfect Fine, and I'd love to know what y'all think. Yeah. Um, so please, 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 please let us know. Um, yeah, and, and follow us on all our socials and leave a rating on the podcast on Apple Podcasts if you can. We shall see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.